Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Episode 20, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 15% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com. Use code JJD at checkout. It's episode 20, quarantine episode number five. Boo. Boo quarantine. Uh, a big shout out to the We Defy Foundation. They provide therapeutic relief to disabled combat veterans through jujitsu. Check them out at We Defy Foundation on Instagram. And you can donate now or anytime at WeDefyFoundation.org. Now, uh, this is a big one for us. Again, it's our big 2-0, a little bit different. We've been around for a year. Uh, uh, May 13th was our first Instagram video. So woohoo! thank you, Bo, behind the camera. Um, so we're going to do a little something special here. Uh, you're going to stay tuned to the end of the episode, and I'm going to tell you about the $500 in gift cards we're going to be giving away to our podcast store in celebration of episode 20, our 10,000 followers on Facebook, and 3,000 plus followers on Instagram. So thank you all, and again, stay tuned to the end of the episode. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a purple belt at Fight Sports Coral Springs down here in South Florida. Uh, still missing my co-host. Normally, uh, if you're just tuning in for the first time, I usually have three or four uh, nutsacks uh, <laughs> hanging out with me uh, talking about jiu-jitsu. But uh, because of the quarantine, we'll probably go another couple of episodes before we bring them back in. But I can't wait to get everybody together. We'll probably do a, uh, an Originals episode pretty soon. All right, guys, that's it. So let's, uh, let's dive in with today's guest. They're waiting patiently on the screen here. Enrique, you got to get your head into the screen there a little bit. You're like off to the side. <laughs> We're just going to get half of Enrique's opinion today. Um, so we have Enrique from, uh, from left to right, Enrique, Pat, and Eduardo, or Eddie from Jits King Promotions. Welcome, guys. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> hey, guys. Good to see you again. I haven't seen you guys, I think, since... Probably Substars. the Substars event, right? We had a couple of beers. Yeah. Uh, we hung out with uh, with Jacob, Jacob the Bull Brown. I almost always call him Jacob the Brown Bull, but he's going to kill me for that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so let's let's go from from left to right. We'll start with Enrique. Let's have you guys introduce yourselves. Let's do full name, your position in the company, and then your belt rank and where you train if you're if you like. Uh, my name is Enrique Maraquin. I'm the president of the company. I'm a purple belt under Fabio Novaes, and I've been training for about 11 years now. Awesome. Awesome. Pat? My, my name is Patrick Hamilton. I'm a black belt under Fabio Novaes, and I am the uh, VP of Talent Acquisition with Jits King Promotion. Okay. My name is Eduardo Colon, and I'm a purple belt, and I'm also an IBJJF undefeated champion. <laughs> <laughs> undefeated champion. I'm also the president of the company. Okay. So, so let, let, come on. We, you can't just throw that out. And how many matches did you have that you're undefeated? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> 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 all right guys again thank you for joining me today so uh i don't know what the hell do we have to talk about what's new <laughs> what's going on nothing. nothing much right nothing much in the world literally nothing much that's <laughs> getting back to reality right fight to win was the first thing that happened in a long time last night was fight to win the first action promotion to run an event in a very long time it happened last night i think so yeah so, yeah i saw so my guys, uh my uh master master cyborg he won his match um yeah. i i didn't get to watch the uh, the entire event. Uh, I've only just kind of seen the postings on on social media, so I'm trying to catch up. But uh, did you guys watch the the entire event? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Any, any standout? Cyber any standout matches? 
Um, I just never want Cyborg on top of me. <laughs> yeah, right. At any point in time, I would never want that guy on top of me trying to pass my guard. And there's nothing that seems fun about that. There is nothing yeah. fun about it. I have not had the pleasure, but my co-host, uh, Junior, who, again, is not here, uh, uh, Cyborg came up to do a seminar. Obviously, you know, we're a part of the uh, the, the uh, uh, fight sports family So uh, up here in Coral Springs. So Junior was his uh, his grappling dummy when he did a seminar so mm. you could yeah the, the the top pressure is incredible so yeah. um let's let's uh, start with talking about the promotion let's talk about jits kings you know who you guys are how you got started and what makes you guys different hmm. um uh, to start from the beginning i think what yeah. makes us more uh, different than anybody else i think we came out and we started with the 16-man invitational and i think that's been our standout as far as putting promotions out there uh, I think a few other people are emulating kind of a similar style right now. But before mm -hmm. that, there was no one bringing together 16 high-level guys for such a large cash prize, or at least it hadn't been done in a while. And that okay. was just the one thing we wanted to do different. Also, we had points when a lot of guys were doing um, sub-only and EBI overtime, you know? Mm -hmm. For me, I'm an active competitor. I compete pretty regularly. I won uh, Master Worlds last year at Brown Belt mm -hmm. Featherweight. Um, so points to me were very important, you know, like I think points push the action and we're always going to stick by that. You know, I think we came out with the points, um, kind of system with our tournament, just as everyone was still really into EBI overtimes and sub only, you know? Yeah. And for me, that kind of leaves like who really won it, you know? So yeah. it was very important for us to get a clear winner and up until leading to Jits King, man, I was watching, I think ADCC uh 20, 2019 was on the way so i was watching these trials east coast and west coast trials man okay. and every single match was so exciting the three minutes no points three minutes of points it was just like match back to back points and it was just action-packed action-packed and i was like let's get some points and no points going dude that way if we get someone like um an ibjjf competitor and then we also have a sub only guy well then it's the best of both worlds. You both have your game, your chance to play. You both have three minutes to do your thing, yeah. you know? And it, it seems like um, if you watch the last event, those dudes were going after it the whole time. Like no one was except, especially Ethan, man, like guys like Ethan and, and Jose, like they don't accept points. Like Ethan's like half warm. It seems yeah. like, you like had the, you uh, guys, for those people that don't know that last event in Miami, you basically had the, the leg lock crew from New York, right? You had the entire yeah. Gordon Ryan crew up there, right? Yeah, Gordon Ryan had the shortest shorts I've ever seen on a man <laughs> With the tucked in yeah. shirt. Shout out yeah, to and, Gordon. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the fanny pack, bro. Like, oh, yeah, yeah he rocked it. That's confidence. Don't mess with that guy. <laughs> you know? It even inspired me. I now own a fanny pack after watching <laughs> that conversation. I had to, I had to get one. And and then you had the, Gucci, the Gucci leather fanny pack? Did you, is that what the one he had? I it's not Gucci. Is, uh, no. It's not Gucci. I'm not that balling, but I tried. You know? so I went with Dan What is it about... Let, let's go back to the the points. Why did people? Uh, I mean, I'm, obviously you're not in the room at these other tournaments when they're talking about it. But why did the why the the overtimes and why the sub onlys? You know, what made them kind of go to that? I mean, you know, it's IBJJF kind of came first, and then these tournament systems came out. Why did why did they go that way? I think because you would watch so many IBJJF matches, especially black belts, and you have these ten minute matches. Let's be real. The first six minutes, no one's doing anything. It's a 10-minute match. So yeah. and everybody knows in a fight, you can't sprint for 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. So, like, at the time when, like, these sub-only competitions were coming out and these EBI over EBI especially, there was only IBJJF. I mean, Metamorphs came out, but, like, 
they they butchered that 20 minute matches it was just too long and it wasn't around long enough so the first things that come out it was kind of like you know they went the complete opposite of what the only thing we had was ibjjf okay. and a point scoring system and it seemed like guys were like well that's boring we're gonna go sub only because it's gonna push the action but if you kind of notice it doesn't because it, it, i mean not to say that aren't exciting sub only matches but if there's no points guys can kind of chill and play the leg lock game and just mm -hmm. play leg entanglements but when you know there's five thousand dollars on the line and there's 30 seconds left and the first person to score is going to get that five thousand dollars you know for me i just like to have a clear winner if you if you look at our rule set we have the three no points then three points then two sudden scoring round golden score rounds and then a, a ref decision so we give these guys plenty of time to leave everything out there and go yeah. after it like you if you can't submit you can score they, any of these guys can score you know so i think that really just pushes the action you know uh, I, I really like that and, and we have strong refs my coach fabio navias one of the highest ranked ibjjf referees you know we got ronaldo santos out of um uh Carlson gracie and, and winter garden and and may down from south florida so those guys understood the rules and it just seems like it pushes the action you know a lot when you hear that and it says points. That means like it's it's on. Like when I was commentating, an idea that I'd like, oh, like something like it just pushes the action right there, man. You know. So and like I'm saying, I watched I watched excessive amounts of jujitsu. I can watch worlds Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. and I'll just sit there and watch it for 12 hours. I'm not I'm, I'm that, that big of a nerd. But at the same time, when I watched those East Coast trials, I was like this. Oh, West Coast trials too. I was like this is the format that you want to watch because okay. that was captivating. You know. So, so let, let's talk about love that shirt. I have that shirt, that shirt as well. That's uh, uh, RIP Nuaza, right? Yeah. Right. I, I, what yeah. is it? I think BJ, the BJJ box bought them, but, um, yeah, yeah they yeah. stopped making cool stuff though. It's like a uh, generic, it's not like, well, Travis isn't there anymore. I think he was a big inspiration behind a lot of the art, you know, I got so. a little, I got a little bit, uh, of the background from Sean at flow and roll. Yeah. yeah. And, I still have my Nuaza shirts from a few years ago. You can wash those things like 20 times and they, uh, they're all like dark black still. They lasted yeah. forever. So I do notice that they're using kind of like the next level and uh, uh, like Gildan type shirts now, you know, they're not using the same shirts, but I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a subscriber to the, the BJJ box. So I do get, I guess, you know, you get Nuaza gear. I had the little mask that they made. that said, you know, jujitsu, uh, yeah. jujitsu we trust. So, uh, I love them, but uh, but I guess it's uh, it's a different company now. I, did you hear the crazy story? I mean, I don't know how much of that is legitimate. Did you hear what happened with that? No, I do not. I did not. Oh, What's oh my god, it's crazy, man! Like, I, Travis posted this huge post a long time ago. Apparently, this is what happened. Okay, I heard that, and I don't want to talk much crap. I heard crap, talk crap, talk crap. Okay, from I guess had offered him a job and said that you're going to make this much money per month, but the only way that you're going to be able to do this is if you sell your company. So okay. he sold his company and then we're supposed to work for and then some weird thing happened where he didn't pan out and then Travis is left without his company anymore and he wasn't making money for and he started making these posts that saying just trying to like sleep with him and he turned him down and that's why he couldn't have that's why he didn't get the job anymore he made this huge post and he called out eddie bravo and was like eddie bravo said he was going to put me in ebi and eddie bravo was like dude i said you could be an alternate i never said you were going to be an ebi it, it was this big dude it was like a a, a huge it was like oh, a thousand shit. words two thousand words it was a, and then travis disappeared 
So I don't really know what happened there, but man, it, wow. it was a bummer to hear that. But he sold his company because he was supposed to work for from my understanding, and then it just fell through. And, you know, I think Zapata told me about that too, and he was doing a couple seminars, and I don't know, man. Now he's off social media, so bummed because that was a great company, man. They made some really good stuff. I was, stuff. I made t-shirts. I still make yeah. t-shirts, and I buy their shirts. I bought. I guess the last group I got were were they were in their like clearance section. So those were yeah. still the old shirts. Mm. So if, uh, and I don't know if they still have inventory, but I went and got my last group of shirts. That was just a couple of months ago. So I was actually surprised that, to hear that they sold the company. But then when I got the BJJ box, I got the the new t-shirts and you All can right. just tell they're, you know, it's, it's not the same shirt, but yeah. I mean, those fucking shirts lasted forever. I still, I still wear them to this day. That's one of my favorite. My girl got me that when, uh, uh yeah. when they started coming out with the Star Wars movies, we all went with, uh, to an IMAX theater and we all had shirts on, so. It's a good one, man. I mean, I, yeah, I, that was my Black Friday shopping. I'd save up and then I'd go on Nuwaz and I'd just buy everything. Man. I just I, bought the sh- I bought shorts. I bought shirts. I, I, the only thing I didn't get was a rash card. But yeah, I mean, I love the brand. I got them I got them on the backdrop here. I got their stickers on the backdrop too. So uh, big fan. I didn't, uh, I didn't know all that shit happened behind the yeah, scenes. Great, Holy crap. Great company, man. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. So what are you guys going to be doing about the – kids event that was in miami is that going to come back around i know things are so crazy we'll get into the quarantine side of things in a second but you you guys were scheduled to do a, a kids only event in miami right you did uh, I, I love your social media by the way you guys do an incredible fucking job I, I love the kids signing their contracts just like the adults i mean you guys are on point man you guys you guys do a good job but but what's the story with that is it going to be coming back so we are um waiting to find a venue and honestly for Broward and, and, and Dade counties to open up, you know, yeah. we, um, we're, we're kind of hanging right now. Um, and, and we can't really, with kids, we don't really want to risk it, uh, to a point where it's unsafe. Yeah. So we're finding, or we're trying to find a, a venue that will allow an audience, uh, safely that can come out and watch the kids show. Okay. Um, it's unfortunate if, if we can't find something here soon, what we're going to do is we're going to start weaving in, you know, those, those kid matches into our, our uh, traditional shows and we're going to honor all the matches. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, it would be great to, to give these kids a show, you yeah. know, and, and uh, to have them perform and have their own platform to, uh, you know, to perform and, and, and to shine under. Um, just, so, uh, so let's talk about the audience side of this. So, We've got this event coming on June thirteenth. Yes, undisclosed correct. location. Is this going to be on Fight Island? Did you get permission from Dana? Uh, no, uh, it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be on Jits Island. Jits Island. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the June thirteenth event. Let's talk about audience. So, uh, and we'll get into the card in a second. The actual rundown. But what's going to be different about this event under these, you know, this new normal that we're living under? So, uh, you know, the one thing we want all our fans and our competitors to know is that their safety is number one. Okay. Um, so the first thing is we won't have an audience for this show. Okay. It's going to be close to an audience. Uh, competitors are only going to be allowed to have one coach. Okay. Uh, everybody will be having a mask. Everybody will be checked by a doctor, including people working the event. Okay. So if you have one, if there's one symptom whatsoever, competitors will be allowed in the building. Okay. Um, the same with the staff, you know, and, and so we're going to be very careful about how we run things. And uh, unfortunately, this is not going to have an audience. It's going to be streamed only through Flow Grappling. 
Okay. I guess I guess you guys have forced me into to finally getting my annual Flow Grappling membership updated. Oh. <laughs> we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Flow grappling is the best. <laughs> we love flow grappling. I think I we think really might have to cut that out. It should be a thousand dollars. It should be a thousand dollars a month. It is. It should be a thousand dollars. Eduardo, Eddie, when you speak, you got to speak into the mic more. We can't hear you. Because I said you're getting a steal with flow grappling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, all right. So, no, June 13th is the event. No audience. Are we able to disclose the location yet, or you're, you are keeping that secret? I can let you know that uh, it will be in Central Florida. Okay. Um, and, and we'll leave it at that. We don't okay. want um, – um, we, we want to leave it at that for now. Any gonna pre- are you going to allow any press besides Flow Grappling? You know. If we do, they'll be screened and okay. they'll have to go through the, um, you know, through the medical process as well. Okay. Okay. So flow grappling, no audience now. Okay. So let's jump into the, uh, to the rundown of the card. What, you know, I, we don't have to necessarily go over every single competitor, but what are the standout matches in your mind? Who are you guys excited to see besides all of them? Oh, we lost connection. Oh, there we lost you. Ah, there We're you back. go. Okay. Somebody, somebody pulled out the plug. I don't know what you guys have in South Florida, but we have Spectrum here, um. and it's absolute shit as far as internet goes. <laughs> you, you came it's back. So you did bad. come back a little fuzzy, but it'll it'll clear up. So, so yeah, I was okay. asking. Uh, let's talk about the the matches. What matches are you got you guys excited to see yourself? How about just the whole 16 men? I mean, I think this might be the most stacked 16 men we've done yet. And of course that'll come with time. Like the more, I feel like the more events you put out, the more people see like, okay, these guys are a serious event. They offer serious money and and stuff like that. You're going to get some better competitors, you know? So I mean, I have to say the first event, we didn't have great competitors. I think a lot of guys that were kind of unknowns or up and coming made their, their name in that first event. And then, then the second event, even more so, but like, this, I think this one's the most stacked yet. And I think it's because, you know, it's it kind of like, I feel like MMA, like, you know, we as fans, we really, we, we can watch any event, right? We can watch, if we're watching a fight, I'll watch 125ers, I'll watch 135ers, I'll watch 145ers. But like the general audience, they like bigger guys because mm-hmm. it seems to be more, more action, you know? And this is the biggest event we've done yet with 185ers. And I mean, there's just so much talent at 185 between, and guys that will probably lose a little bit of weight and fight 185. There's so many good guys. I mean, Thinking about this talent, looking at the, the first two names, like Mikhail, like Miguel Galon and uh, William Tackett. That's the first two names in the 60 men we're looking at right now. Like, that's fun. We got Roberto Jimenez, you know, and some other people we're working on as well. Uh, a hometown hero, AJ Souza, who, I mean, as a, as a younger belt man coming up, watching that guy go through people was like, I didn't even know that level existed. You know, I would, I would be like, okay, jiu-jitsu is pretty cool. And I would see AJ and I'd be like, you can – be that good at jujitsu, yeah. you know? So for him to apply and like want to be in our event, I was so stoked. I was like, what AJ Souza in this thing? Like, you got to let him know. We'd love to have him on. And we've actually had two of his students on. Um, we had drew when the Substars that last Substars event happened. We had, we've had drew on a couple of times who worked there at the event. And then yeah. we also had Diane Portwood, who's a, this incredible artist. I don't know if you guys yeah. know who she is. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's just, 
incredible. And we had her on as well. So, uh, we were hoping to have AJ on, and then I saw him on the card there. So let him know we'd love to have him on before the event. He can come on and and uh, do a little promo, talk about the event, and you know. Uh, and again, this whole new normal is just kind of winds up being the overarching subject matter of of these uh, these podcasts lately. But uh, but what else? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean we're bringing John Combs back in, which I'm super excited about. He's just been on this tear lately. It's like yeah. I like seeing John from like the first event we had him. In the first Jits King, like I've seen him grow and get better as a competitor. It's like almost like he's found himself okay. over the past two years. So I'm really excited to see him go in here and, and do his thing. You know, Pedro Marino coming all the way from Texas. This dude rips people's heads off with guillotines. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's violent, man. Like it's like some people's body types were built for certain submissions. I think his is just to rip people's heads off. That's wow. you know, his okay. main thing. It's just. We got Oliver Tassa coming in from the DDS squad. We know we get someone to represent them. He's from uh from Canada, right? Canada. He yeah. trains at TriStar and he trains at the, in the Blue Basement at the, with DDS. So he's getting the okay. best of both worlds right, right now. Man. So super excited to have him. And he's been in Florida competing a lot for a long time, like the old Sapaterio competitions way back in the day that uh, Ludek would put on. You know, so it's just a lot of really high level guys coming in, man. And and, and also, I think some of these guys right now, if you look like. There's no other events going on, and these guys are competing every weekend up until the point of our event, which I love because as a competitor, I always I, – and I saw this from the brothers. The more you do it, the more comfortable you are out there, and the more comfortable you are, the better you perform, and that makes a better show. Yeah. So the more these guys compete, the better it is for everybody. You know, They're only getting better and better at everything. So, so. so let me throw a question at you guys as it relates to somebody's show symptoms a day of. Are you going to have alternates? Are you ready with backups? I mean, I know that's hard for when guys have to travel to come and not compete, but how are you going to handle that? Do they just they drop out of the bracket? What what's the what's the plan there? I, th I think that's the safest thing. If someone's showing symptoms, not going to be able to compete. You know, we're no strangers to having to have alternates. I mean, having a sixteen man competition that's a lot of people. Yeah, and, and you might make it two months out, but getting closer to the competition, you're going to lose some guys for whatever reason. So over the past two events, we've gotten really good at having people on standby and okay. just knowing a lot of talent. And we'll have some local guys, maybe some other guys from out of town too, just on standby, ready to jump in in case something happens. I mean, I really hope it doesn't happen. I really hope everyone's healthy and strong and training and taking care of themselves. And it doesn't happen because when this 16 man comes together, it's going to, I think it's going to, it's going to put the grappling world on its head, man. These 16 guys that have never fought each other before, Nogi for this kind of prize money, it's going to be super interesting. I'm really excited to see who's going to take it. I, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. I honestly couldn't even tell you who's going to win this one. Cause everyone's got their own kind of style and their own game. And whoever shows up that, day is going to get paid you know so it'll be nice what is it a uh, five thousand dollars right grand prize yeah sir five thousand dollars with a nice jits king uh check on there and a nice crown you guys a crown so. <laughs> i've seen him i've seen him do you guys do, do if uh, if a guy loses or first second third place they who, who's getting paid first second and third usually or just first place just first? i mean and the way I see it too is everyone that's at this event is getting paid because you're live streamed on Flow, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, it's going to be focused on you. The commentators are going to be talking about you. You're going to have pictures and videos to take back to your family. It's used to promote yourself. I mean, I love IBJJF competitions, but let's be real, man. Once you go in there, you're one of a thousand, you know? It's not like you're not getting that shine. You're not getting your name out there. If you come fight for us, we're going to blow you up. Flow's going to blow you up. It's a chance for you. Like, look, mm -hmm. attack it. Like Tackett was on the up and up. Don't get me wrong, but when he won that first event, like after that, man, he's been on this crazy wild ride of just living this jujitsu lifestyle. And before that, he was he was still a name, but he wasn't where he is now. Now he's like 
Tackett, you know. So, and you see a little Amy Andrew Tackett. I mean, before that, he was even big, but now he's got even a bigger name because he comes into our event at his age and beats older black belts, seasoned black belts, you know. So, it's a great way, even if you don't win, to build a good name for yourself in the community. And to be a Jits King vet or Jits King champion now, I think that has a lot of weight on it. Because if you're in our 16-man division, it's only good guys. It's only champions. Mm-hmm. You know, So to even be considered in there is one thing. Now, to get in the finals or semifinals, that's a that's a big thing too, man, I feel like. so. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the first things I said to you before was I love you guys' social media. And so I can, uh, you know, I have a marketing background. That's what I do. That's my nine to five. And uh, it, your, your social media and the way you're promoting these guys and constantly posting before and after, I mean, uh, hats off. You guys are doing a really good job. So I can attest to that to those guys out there even thinking about, right yeah, that's them? Yep, that's there all that. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one? Which one? Is it the, it's both of them. The undefeated both champ them. over there is the one? Is Who's the, who's the, head, the head social media guy? <laughs> So, so what's the long-term plan for Jits Kings? Uh, I always like to ask, you know, we've had a, a few other tournament people on and, you know, uh, again, as a, as a marketing guy, I'm always like, I'm a roadmap guy. Where do you guys see yourself? You know, do we go, are you going to be going out of state? Are you staying in Florida? You know, what's the long-term plan to go national, international, or is this, you guys feel like regional is good for you right now? Well, we wanted to go national. We were, we had plans of going national prior to uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, once that, that hit, you know, it, we had to regroup and, and uh, reassess. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're doing regional shows, staying in Florida, but eventually our goal is, is to move out of Florida and to just branch out nationwide. Okay. Um, our goal is to feature the best of the best. And, and listen, I know some, some competitors may take this wrong. Our goal is not to, to bring more shine to the guys that are on top. It's, it's awesome. Believe me, we're huge fans of those guys, but our goal is to find a new talent and to bring that shine to those competitors out there that are in some basement in some gym somewhere unknown at the moment. Yeah. Make sure that they get the credit that are due. You know, we want to bring out the new out, the new jujitsu, the new players out. We don't yeah. want to keep it stagnant and, and uh, nothing wrong with what we have, you know, competitors wise um, on the, you know, on the upscale right now that, that are looking down, but, but we, we want to find the future. You know, yeah, wanna, I, 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 I'm agreeing with you. And I think Pat kind of alluded to this before is like, I'm a huge UFC fan. That's how I found jujitsu. Just being a fan. My dad was always into boxing. I've been watching boxing since it was, uh, you know, ABC sports on a Sunday afternoon. If anybody remembers that stuff, you know, sitting down watching, you know, watching uh, those fights with my dad. Um, you, you know, as I started to watch the UFC and they started bringing women in and then they do these, the undercards and like the, you know, the, the pre-fights, they, what did they, they were starting on like fight pass. And then one was on, on Facebook, those fights are more exciting most of the time than the main cards, because those guys are the up and comers. Those guys are the ones that are like, this is, this is their one shot, right? You fuck this up. Dana might not have you back. So so I get, you know, sometimes those those new names, this is not only a place where they where they can make a name for themselves, but they wouldn't otherwise even have a chance. You know, that you know, there hey, there's a lot of organizations out there right now, but um, you guys are, you know, seem to be one of the standouts. But those those new guys, I think, are the ones that put on the best show because they have the most to prove. Yep, I agree. 100%. Yeah, right. So let's talk about the state of the tournament system as a whole. Um I was so happy to see you guys come back. You know, when I saw you guys starting to post, I was like, oh, yes. You know, uh, Substar's gone, not because of the quarantine and COVID, but 
gone. Um, fight to win again was excited to see that one. I, my my coach was in the in the in the Fort Lauderdale uh, 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 fight to win back a few months ago, or almost I think last year. Uh, so they they put on a great event. What do you think is the state of the tournament system, though? Are are we going to are we going to see just like the the smaller regional events just drop off? Are they going to be able to to survive not having a, you know a, a flow grappling to air? You know, geez, not being able to have an audience. I mean, are those guys just going to be gone? Yeah, I I think so. Um, unfortunately, it's just you know the state of the economy now. But um, you know, we were lucky. We 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 signed a new agreement prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is allowing us to move forward and, and, and to outlast this COVID thing. You know, we okay. can survive without an audience. Um, mm-hmm. We're not here to make money. It's not never really been our goal. Um, so it doesn't really affect us much. But, you know, we want audiences there. We want to yeah. grow our sport. We want to pay more. Our goal is to, to pay the athletes and, 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 you know, to bring them to a different level, man, to bring new viewers to, to uh, jiu-jitsu. And um, it's pretty sad that, that there's a lot of promotions with the same goal in mind that are probably not going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, even as it is now with, with our, our media rights deal and, and uh, with the sponsors that we have, everybody's gone through a really down uh, downturn financially and, and everybody's going through a very tough financial time. So trust me, it's, it's been very tough to pull this one off, but I think it's just, uh, you know, like dinosaurs, only the tough survive, right? Yeah. I see you guys posting... Uh, yeah. who's, well, whose garage is that? Okay, right? Whose garage is that that I see you guys does you guys post once in a while? That's your garage. Who yeah. some of those guys are, are they just training? You, you got you know uh, are those local guys? Yeah, so uh, you, you probably see me and another old guy because <laughs> he's hairy as hell. <laughs> um, we have him. We have uh, Pat come and join us sometimes. We've had Eddie, you know, and. Uh, man, it all started like 10 years ago. We, we used to call it Sunday school. We used to train okay. on Sunday. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's my garage. It's my, uh, that's my man cave. So what, what do you, give me your insight guys, each of you, one of you, whoever wants to answer this, what do you think about the outlook on the actual academies and gyms out there? What do you think we're going to be in, you know, a month, three months, six months? I think a lot of people are struggling to hold on, unfortunately, you know, um, it's a sad thing to see that, but I mean, I, I, a jujitsu gym has got to be one of the hardest things to open, run and make money off of, you know, cause it's not like a karate school where people come and drop their kids off and they're paying you 800 bucks a month to watch their kids with daycare and this and that. It's like jujitsu is hard. It's tough. It has its ups and downs. It's going to beat up your body. You're going to get injured. You might go, you might come not go. I mean, there's multiple gyms in one city, you know, so people can pick and choose. So I, I hope the best to them. But if, if people don't support their academies, guys, if you're training at a gym right now and, and you can financially afford it, support your gym. They'll support you when when they when you need them. So if you're training somewhere, guys, keep the heat, as long as you're still paying membership, your gym will stay open. It will be there. But if you can't, if you can't, I mean, I understand too, everyone's going through financial struggles. But to the best of your abilities, if you can support that place where you train, It'll always be there, but once it's gone, it's gone forever, you know? So I hope to the best that all these academies make it, that they that they have some money put away, but who knows? I know our, our in Florida, we're, we're pretty lucky, man. Things are getting back to normal. My academy is opening up with regulations and restrictions, of course, on Monday, you know, and we're going to have all kinds of precautions set up and this and that, but some people didn't make it that far, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah so I'm starting to see them drop off. I know that, you know, I had uh, Jason Scully, 
You guys know Jason yeah. Scully. I had Jason Scully on. Uh, he did a quarantine relief project. And I also had Rob from McDojo Life. And he probably, you know, he had one of the best pieces of advice. And, and I think there's still time to do it, even with the gyms opening, is there's a window here to kind of make a deal with the, with your students. I mean, I train with some guys that have, like, family packages and programs, and they just can't afford it. They're completely out of work. And, you know, $200 plus, $250, whatever, whatever the cost is, they're just not able to afford it. You know, I, I think it's in the best interest of some of these gyms to try to make deals with those guys. Uh, Rob from Dojo Life said, hey, look, you know, go to your students and tell them, listen, if you pay, uh, you know, continue to pay now and then I'll give you a disc like half off for the rest of the year or for for the life of your, your membership as long as you're a student with me. Um, I've even uh, floated it out there to, hey, look. You know, again, I'm in. I have a marketing background, and I've sold marketing packages where I give people a discount if they pay for the year up front. There are some people that can do it. Uh, marketing industry, honestly, relatively unaffected. I could afford. I could do that. I could help out my gym with, with if somebody approached me. So, uh, I think they need to have some creative solutions. And then one other thing that I, that I've been telling people, and I put out a little marketing video about this is. You need to, I, and I'm, I don't see it a lot. Shout out to Sinister BJJ out in Austin, Texas, who who actually posted a video of them and their uh, students cleaning the gym from top to bottom. But you have to be talking about that. That's what people want to hear. What are you going to do differently? Show me cleaning your gym. Ask me to come down. I, you, you've got to be doing something different with your social media than posting about, you know, life after the quarantine or can't wait to open or, you know, fuck the government because they're not letting us open. They need to be doing things differently. Yeah. But um, but then again, you know, that's just me. But I, again, I haven't seen a lot of social media posting of people like, again, like I said, shout out to Sinister BJJ who, you know, went out of their way to show, hey, let's show the community what we're doing. So I think there needs to be a little bit more more of that. But um, let's get into uh, we have a I call it a little speed round uh, and I'm, and I'm going to we'll go through each of you. I want you guys each to answer this. And and uh, I, I think it's uh, kind of gets us into the, the mindset of, of our guest. Uh, so we'll start with Enrique. If you could go back in time, Enrique, what would you tell the white belt you the day before you started training, you walked into the gym the first day, what would you tell yourself? Don't worry about the next belt. Just enjoy the ride. Okay. Pat? Uh, get comfortable with losing. Yeah. Eddie? Uh, stop squeezing people's heads. I think <laughs> that's <what I> <laughs> I was a wrestler coming in, so I, I paid for that quite a bit. What was that now? Go back. Tell us a little I bit more about that. I was a wrestler that. when I was younger. Okay. So as a white belt, I would just squeeze people's heads and thought I thought that was a move. <laughs> I could see <laughs> you like at a headlock. Still that he still does it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's undefeated champ. All right. So let's go back to Enrique. Other than achieving the rank of black belt, what is your ultimate goal in jiu-jitsu? To spread the word, you know, uh, I love jujitsu and um, I love to, to train. I used to love to compete. Now that I'm older, I, I think my, my passion is more about spreading the word of jujitsu, mm -hmm. more about uh, promoting jujitsu than about me um, competing in jujitsu. So my goal is to bring in new audiences and new fans to jujitsu, you know, to grow the sport. I like it. I'm of that same mindset. That's why I do this. Pat, ultimate goal. You're already a black belt, so. I feel bad now because you guys are a complete opposite. Because nah, You guys are like, I want to grow. I want to be a black belt world champion. I want to be the best guys in the world. That's, that's fine. That's great, man. That's, that's what I yeah. Be, yeah. Awesome. So.
How long have you had your black belt now? I got it in November, November 4th. November okay. 4th, so. This, this past year, 20, 2019. Yep. yep. Yes, sir. Cool. Congratulations. Yep. Thank you, man. Eddie, besides squeezing heads and maintaining your undefeated status, yeah, that's world champion. So tell number what is the second goal of your jiu-jitsu career? Other than achieving the rank of black belt, what's your ultimate goal of jiu-jitsu? You know, for me, it's it's more of um keeping my body in shape and strong. You know, I'm getting older now, so I really love the competition. You look it too, you look it too, you look kind of worn. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You look good. You look good. Listen, you look good for 54, man. I, I mean, I, I hope I look that good when I hit that age. <laughs> no, I love. I just love the competition. I competed most of my life in wrestling and yeah. boxing. Yeah. So I need something. I need some kind of competition in my life, and I love going to the gym and strangling my friends. Yeah. So he's the gonna. He, he's gonna fuck me up next time he sees me now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to our next question. So, what's the craziest jujitsu related thing that's happened to you on or off the mat? This could be at an event, at a Jiz King event, anything. What's the craziest jujitsu related thing that's ever happened to you, Enrique? Um, I blew out my ACL. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did that. I, I've got a, I've got that one out. It blew out my ACL and my MCL. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> you broke yeah. up a little bit. Sorry. Uh, so I, 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 ju- I have a. Uh, a brace on right now. I tore my ACL and my MCL rolling with my coach. Oh, oh man. I, I tore it because I didn't tap. <laughs> it was my fault. So <laughs> Pat, Pat, uh, craziest jujitsu related thing that's happened to you on or off the mat. Um, I would say starting this promotion, man, that yeah. it's a real thing because it was just an idea. And then next thing you know, we're in a venue and we have people coming and competing for us. Like this thing behind us, this is the craziest thing to think that like, we have a promotion when we bring the best guys in the world. And just the fact that we're on flow grappling on our first event, because I, like I said, we watch a bunch of events all the time and you see guys just doing some stuff in their gym on a YouTube stream with three people watching and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that, but like, it's hard to sustain from that, you know? So just the fact that this, this whole jits thing has been a roller coaster ride and it's been successful and that people know who we are and it's good. It's a big thing to be a jit that this would be the craziest thing that we're running something. Yeah. He is. That's right. This is crazy. This Think is, about this it. Is fucking nuts. Title installer, personal trainer, book salesman. <laughs> book salesman. We got on our first event. Yeah. yeah. So let, take take me in the room. The first conversation, like wh- who's talking to who? Who's whose dumb idea was this? Because the, the podcast was my dumb idea, and it came from me going to have a beer after training once in a while with with Junior, with Mauricio, with Raul, uh, with Jen and her husband, Jay, uh, excuse me, Janet and her husband, Jason. Uh, and, and that's where this came from, having these conversations and going, man, I wish we recorded that. I, I was I never wanted to do a podcast. It wasn't in my, uh, it wasn't one of my dreams to do this, but I started to say, these are great fucking conversations. I wish we could record this. And then I, I brought it up to my wife first, told her the crazy name. I thought she was going to shoot it down and tell me, stop it. What are you, more jujitsu? What are you doing? And she's like, oh, I got this guy in the office that does a podcast. Oh, that's really good. And she just, she bought in and it was, it was great. But take me in the room that very first time. What, it, it, you have a similar story? I see you guys nodding and smiling. We all have different stories. <laughs> so, this is my version of the story, right? My son, James, used to compete a lot, man. And, and he's the, the main reason why, for me, for Jits King. Okay. We came back from a, a money tournament. We used to travel all over the place. 
And we were just sick of how poorly these tournaments were being run. Mm -hmm. I got home. I, I was telling my wife how great it could have been and should have been. And she tells me, you guys should just do your own. Long story mm -hmm. short, I picked up the phone and I called these two guys. And uh, next thing we knew, we were just talking about jet skiing or we were talking about the tournament. We were talking about what we were going to name it. We went through a whole bunch of corny names and somehow jet skiing stuck. Yeah. Um, and that's it from there, you know. Does Eduardo have a different story? Of completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, hit us. We hit were it. at a tournament watching him compete, and I went to go look yeah. for some food. And I had to walk a mile to find some food. And I came back and I started bitching and complaining, saying we should do our own tournament. And me and Enrique had talked about it before because of the reason he talked about. Mm -hmm. And then a couple weeks later, he called me and said, hey, you know that tournament we were talking shit about? Let's do it. Okay. And that's how it all started. Cool, cool. Pat, do, you have, do you have a different story, Pat? Yeah, I think it was really between them two for a while. Like they had, I think they had got a text like a month before and it said we should like start a tournament. I feel like, and then I was just like, okay, these old guys, should whatever. Just <laughs> yeah, and then like a month later, it's like, no, we should start a tournament, and it's like we're gonna meet at Eddie's house and talk about it. And it's like, okay, let's go. We went to Eddie's house and talked about it, you know. But for me, it's like the reason why I want to get into it is because I'm 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 a complainer. I always bitch and complain when I see things I don't like. And I was watching tournaments and I was like, I don't like how they're doing this. And I can sit here and complain on the internet or I could just do my own thing the way I want to, you know, and that, and then they I can just see Paco and fucking blue belts. These <laughs> two idiots want to start a promotion. <laughs> you know, what really was driving me crazy was, I think this was around the EBI times. I was saying I would see EBI overtimes and I was like, man, I don't like EBI overtime. I'm going to do it differently. That's what I, all I could think about. And then these guys had the idea. And I was like, Yes, I can do a tournament and not have e – everyone was doing EBI overtime. Everybody had that as their overtime. If there was, a, if there was a, a tie, that's what they had. And I was like – and it was always 10 minutes long. You notice that too. It was like five minutes on your back, five minutes on your back, five minutes on your back, five minutes on your back. And I was like, okay, we're going to do it differently. So these guys came up with the idea, and it came – now we have this banner behind us. So Awesome. Know. I love it. Whoever's story is, is, is on point is, is the right one. I love it either way. All right. So, most important question we're going to ask here today. I don't know if you guys know what's coming. Okay. Now we go you down the line. My announcing skills. What's that? You want to ask about my announcing skills? Oh, listen, you did an incredible job at that last event. What? To tell me the story behind that. How did that come about? What about his suit? Did you see his suit? His I, suit too. I, I remember the shoes as much as I remember that jacket that he was wearing. He, he killed an alligator in the parking lot and made those shoes. What happened at that event? You you were not the the typically the announcer, Eddie, right? No, our announcer, his name was Matt. Uh, he was a great announcer, but he had some issues, and he just he didn't show up on wow. uh, um, on the weigh-ins. You know, he had some trouble. He didn't show up. And all of a sudden, I see Enrique and uh, my other friend Ryan walking towards me. Enrique is holding a piece of paper <laughs> in front of him like this. And he says, hey, man, Matt's not here. I said, oh, man, that's horrible. He says, you have to be the announcer. I said, what? He said, you have a big mouth, Eddie. You could do it. So I said, all right. So I went and bought a suit the next day and... Probably uh, the best announcer I've ever seen in my entire life, to be honest with you. 
You did it. You had you did an incredible Bruce Buffer imitation. <laughs> he did a really good job for his first time. Let me like, tell you something. If if he wouldn't have told me at the event that that story that that had happened, I wouldn't have known. That was my first Jits King Kings event. Oh, Jit. I'm sorry. I always got to say it right. Jits King event. And I, I didn't know. I, so I didn't know who your announcer was. And I didn't know you weren't the announcer. You did an incredible job, Eddie, man. It was it was great. Oh, you're going to be. Uh, have you officially taken on that role now or is Matt coming back? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've had so many thousands of people. <laughs> tell me what a great job I did. That I'm going to please the people because I'm a ple people pleaser. And I'll probably do it from now on. I don't want to. But the, the tens of the tens of people who reached out to you after the, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> the masses. The masses. Was it? Did you get more comments about the suit or about your actual skills? Probably the skills, to be honest. Yeah, all you. right, all right. Listen, people hats off, man. People were amazed. You did good, Eddie. You did good. I like it. The next suit's already ready to go, so he's yeah. definitely gonna be. Right. Yeah. Oh boy, oh, yeah. it's ready. <laughs> That should have been a question. What color suit will anyway? Yeah, right. Listen, guess the suit, win a ticket. All right, so let's go down the line now. Again, this is a uh, one of my favorite questions. Do you or do you not, and why? Do you or do you not wash your gi belt? I do. Um, I do every now and then. Not every time, but I'd say like every four or five months, I'll, I'll give it a wash just because mm -hmm. I feel. When it's uh, when it starts like, to walk to the mat by itself, you give it a wash. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just almost feel like like it needs to, you know, like like it, it just yeah, it, it's walking by himself. It's <laughs> kind of a persona of its own, you know. <laughs> Pat, belt washer not, or no? not something? Not something I do on the regular, but there's been times when I picked it up and it smelled awful. And I'm like, this has to be washed. I'm not yeah. going to be that guy, you know. Yeah. So it's not like I wash my belt on the regular. I, I mean, I have a competition belt and then I have a regular belt. So I always have two belts to alternate between, but I'm not going to be like, I'm washing my belt today. But there's been times where I picked that thing up and I've been like, what? Like if you leave it in your car yeah. or it's taking oh, a bag no. overnight, dude, that thing smells like it's a dead animal. You have to wash it. Yeah. You know, like don't be that guy. I I'm, don't want to be the stinky guy. So. We got two belt washers. Eddie, are we going to make it three? I have issues with OCD. Okay. So I'm a belt washer. All right. I wash it. It's very seldom that I do wash it, but if it looks, if it smells funny, it's getting washed. Welcome to Team Wash Your Belt, guys. Hashtag Team Wash Your Belt. I got a funny belt story. I, there was a, a new white. I was a purple belt at the time and had a new white belt coming to the gym and he needed a belt. So I gave him my, my original white belt, man. And it was like, it's disgusting and dirty. <laughs> Just the way I liked it. You know, with stripes all over it. Well, he was trying to be nice, and I let him borrow my belt, so he took it home and washed it because he thought that's what you're supposed to do afterwards. And he brings me back this white belt, and it was completely clean, like brand new. He's like, I cleaned it for you. I was like, no. Like, that's, not, that's not what you're supposed to do, man. Like, he literally, I was mad for like a year about that. I was like, dude, come on. That was my white belt. Now it's, it looks brand new. I can't like hang this on the wall, you know, but yeah, bummer. Now, you know, I, I haven't even gotten into this part of it with – Washing the belt. Now I think people that traditionally didn't want to wash it are going to wash it just because of the whole COVID situation. So I, I don't want to go that far into it. It's a little bit more of a fun question than anything. But all right, listen, guys, let me give let me give you a chance to let's let's run down sponsors, people you want to shout out. You can go down the line. But uh, this is your time to, you know, uh, 
to give your sponsors some uh, some uh, yeah absolutely some we want to thank most of all um flow grappling okay um we want to thank active drop I'd like to thank um flow kimonos okay uh flow and roll um Gamblers Jiu-Jitsu, thank you, Mike. We appreciate you. You've done a lot for us. What is it again? Gamblers Jiu-Jitsu? Very Correct. cool. Awesome. Authority Chiropractors. Guy supported us from day one. You know, he's awesome. Um, White Lion Therapeutic. Um, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. Thank you for having us on. Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. We Defy. Yes, the We Defy the Foundation. Woohoo! So, uh, all right, guys, listen, I want to thank you guys. I want you guys to come back on before your next event, you know, maybe come back on after this one and uh, and then have you guys talk about the next one. You know, we definitely want to be a part of, of giving you shout outs whenever we can. Um, you know, we you guys have been great. You guys have done, you know, awesome reposting for us, too. So we appreciate you guys. But, um, yeah, let's let's continue to talk. And maybe again, you know, we've talked about maybe having some of the fighters on uh, pre uh, pre show. I think AJ would be a, a great guest to have on the show. But if you've got anybody else you want to put in contact with me, you know, just shoot me a message. I know Eddie and I have talked about it a little bit, but, you know, really appreciate you guys. So so thank you so much for being with us. All right, guys. Thank you for having us, man. All right. Good luck with the event. You guys take care, man. Thank you, man. All right. Awesome, thank you, guys. Man. Thank you, guys. Make COVID free. <laughs> so everybody stick around. We're going to go over our, our housekeeping and we're going to do uh, – we're going to do a, we've got some really big giveaways including a $500 uh gift card giveaway that we're going to do as well. So, uh thank you again to the guys from Jits King. Uh you can check them out on Instagram at jitsking_promotions, all right? So, a big shout out to Fightback CBD. You can get 15% off your order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD, all right? Check out our podcast store all right, give us some love. Jujitsudummies.shop. You get 10% off with code DummiesPod20. All right, we have new ranked uh, rash guards, tees. We have face shields now, right, because of COVID. <clears throat> Backpacks and coffee mugs uh, as well. Uh, anyone out there that would like to work with us, all right, sponsor the show, donate products for giveaways. We love giving stuff away. Uh, if you want, you have got shirts, products, anything that you want to feature, we'll get it out to our listeners. You can reach out to us uh, by email or on social media where you can go at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies pretty much everywhere. We're on Reddit now as well. You could visit our contact form on jujitsudummies.com or you could send an email to info at jujitsudummies.com as well. Uh, if you go to our .com and you go to our contact page, you've got two forms there. Uh, you could suggest a guest. You can ask us questions. But, you know, who do you want to see on the show? Uh, if you've got a connection and contact, put us together. We'll reach out. Our podcast patron winners for March and April, we're going to be announcing them online soon. We're actually going to be able to ship. Uh, shout out to Flow Kimonos and, and actually Jits King. Uh, we won a bunch of kimonos that we're going to be giving away to those, uh, to those patrons. Again, March and April, we'll be announcing and shipping pretty much, I would say, probably before the end of May. So thank you guys for your support and thank you guys for being super, super patient. Um, if you want to support the show, if you want to be entered automatically into winning $100 worth of jiu-jitsu gear every single month, actually, we do two $100 prizes, go to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash jiu-jitsu dummies. Okay, you can join, support. Again, you're automatically entered into any of these things that we have going on. You got special perks. 
We give you a coupon code to go order yourself every once in a while. All right. Uh, we're also opening up those drawings so you can either, you know, be a podcast patron or if you're a listener who submits a question that we use on the show. So you can, you can uh, be entered both of those ways. Shout out to our newest podcast patron over at Boa Athletics. You can check them out on Instagram at BOA underscore athletics. All right. Shout out to our other patrons, Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Eric Perkins, Britt Tover. Uh, and Britt, you got to tell me if I'm saying you, if I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. And again, I'm going to shout out Sinister BJJ again. I love that you guys put that video out of you guys cleaning the uh, the facility, cleaning your gym. Uh, keep Britt away from all that 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 bleach, I understand. Uh, but that's a great example of what other gyms should be doing. Your students want to see that. I'm telling you, your students want to see that. They want to know what you're going to be doing differently. So so good job, guys. Uh, big shout outs to James Fisher, James Fisher, CJ Carroll and Mission 22. Chuck Reddor, I will be posting your meme soon, Chuck. It's just been, uh, time has been kind of crazy. Time has been tight. Roberto Santiago down here in South Florida. And again, huge shout out to the We Defy Foundation. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Appreciate the support uh, and hope that we can continue, uh, you know, making good connections and helping each other out. You can find the podcast at pretty much anywhere at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Again, I said before, now on Reddit. You can check me out on Instagram at Uncle Milty BJJ on Instagram um, and the foundation as well. Uh, the JJD Foundation on IG, the JJ Dummies FDN on Twitter. Check out our GoFundMe. We're going to be giving away our first jiu-jitsu scholarship hopefully i would say by the end of june that's going to go out to uh to a deserving uh child somebody a kid that's uh, in need or that's done something exceptional we're going to get them a a, a one-year jiu-jitsu scholarship so uh please support at gofundme.com the link is either in the description on the podcast on youtube or you'll see it on screen here all right okay now the big giveaway all right so uh, in celebration of our 20th episode and our 10,000 likes on Facebook, we're just, we'll, by the time this is posting, we should probably be at about 9,600 likes, uh, but we'll be at 10,000, I think, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, and our 3,000 followers on Instagram, we're going to be giving away $500 in gift cards, all right? So this is the breakdown here. It's going to be 20 $25 gift cards, all right? They're all to the jujitsudummies.shop, our podcast store. So this is what you have to do to, to enter. You have to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I get all the notifications, so I'm going to know. Uh, it's free to subscribe. You're going to follow us on Instagram, at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. You're going to like us on Facebook. Same thing. You can find us at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. Now, for additional entries, all right, each one of those things, each one of those people, you have to do those three things to get one entry. For additional entries... For each person you tag on IG or Facebook, you're going to get one additional entry. We're going to do it like a like a raffle drawing. You'll actually get an additional entry. You can also become a podcast patron at patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. You'll get one additional entry for each dollar pledge. The, the smallest program is $5 a month. So you'll get five additional entries for the for that smallest package. Okay? That's it. It's pretty simple. The drawing will take place right after we hit 10,000 followers on Facebook. So that could be just in the next couple of weeks. We'll give you some time to, to, to get all of that done. All right. 
So again, pretty simple guys. Thank you so much. Thank you to, to Bo behind the camera. Thank you to the guys at Jits Kings. Um, you know, just want to say it again. Everybody, you should be, you know, still quarantining in place when you can. If you don't have to leave the house, don't, you know, use delivery systems like Instacart to, to get your groceries if you can. I know not everybody can, but you should be trying to stay home. So take care of yourselves, guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We appreciate you. Take care. Us. Mm -hmm.